Hello, everyone, and welcome to Angels and Fur Coats, Episode 8, Questions and Rumor Control. You may have noticed that some of my stories are about our feline friends, as well as the canines. Listener CJ asks, which is better, dogs or cats? Let me answer that one with two stories. The first, most of us have heard the stories of about the old lady who has many cats and one day while feeding them, she dies on the floor of the kitchen. The cats, after a while, get very hungry and they begin eating the old woman's body. Cats, after all, are carnivores. I can't say that I blame the cats, after all. After all, the woman is dead, and there is no one who has come by to feed them. We all have that desire to survive. So let me tell you another story that you may not have heard. There was a man who was in his 80s, and for the last few years had been fighting Alzheimer's disease. His big event of the day was to take his two golden retrievers out for a walk down the long street to the community mailbox. As the Alzheimer's progressed, this was one of the things that he and the dogs looked forward to. One day, he and the dogs went out to fetch the mail, and by noon, he had not returned. This got his family very concerned, and they began to search for him. When he hadn't come back that day, they got the search and rescue crews out. Eight days passed, and no sign of the man, when finally rescue worker found his body and called for backup. What they all found was one of the dogs on one side of the body, the other dog on the other side of the body. The dogs had covered the man's body with leaves and were guarding it from any predators who might come across it. For eight days, these dogs stood vigil over their master's body, not leaving except to take turns to find water. Backup was called because the dogs were still guarding and were not letting anyone get close to the body. Only when family members showed up with the dog's release and allow the recovery of his body. Again, I feel sorry for anyone who actually thinks these creatures don't have a soul. So while I love the cats that we've had, there's really no question as to which species I would trust my body. On that subject, I get asked a lot by animal lovers and those who aren't, do you think, or what makes you think, our fur friends actually go to heaven? This is a question I have often pondered. Is there nothing in Bible scripture, for instance, to indicate that they do? I'm not a Bible scholar by any means, but I have, over the years, come up with some tidbits on this subject. 
In Ecclesiastes, for instance, that's the book that sounds somewhat depressing when saying that everything that we do is just vanity. It mentions that what advantage does man have since man and animals both have the same spirit? So, okay, animals have a spirit. Yeah, but that is Old Testament stuff. A verse in the New Testament, the book of Revelation to be exact, where the second angel poured out his vial in the sea and every living soul in the sea died. As depressing as this sounds to the casual observer, we are obviously not talking about human beings here. Let me repeat this. Every living soul in the sea died. Now, I don't know if we're talking about fish here. I would tend to think whales, dolphins, seals, and such. But I don't know. What I do know is what I've known all along. Our friends have a spirit, and they have a soul. And whether you believe in Scripture is, well, probably a subject for another podcast. Maybe I'll do something on that subject. Stay tuned. Some will say, yes, but Scripture also says that only humans can be redeemed. Therefore, our pets can't go to heaven because they cannot be redeemed. Oh, I agree with part of that. My retort is a very simple one. The animals don't need to be redeemed. We are the guilty ones in this. Our fur friends are the innocents in this whole thing. And if you don't believe that, let me just say that most dogs I know are better people than most people I know. You know what I'm saying, and I'm glad that we can be redeemed. Okay, moving on. People have asked me, did many really retrieve bottle caps? Well, yes. Actually, she started with rubber bands, but decided to try to swallow one once. So I went with something she wouldn't easily swallow and was light enough to, uh, so that she could bring it back to me. On a lighter note still, Minnie, while watching Magic and Maya chase the big rubber ball out in the backyard, thought she'd discovered why they were chasing it when she encountered the wife's cherry tomato plant on the counter. She would bat the tomato off the plant and then chase it around the house, biting and chewing as she went, thinking, oh, I get it. These things are delicious. I did mention way back in episode one that I was hoping there would be time to tell you a little bit about me. One thing that comes to mind is I am an avid home brewer. I just love the science of taking grains and turning it into a beverage that I enjoy. The wife thought I was crazy for refinancing our house to make a home brewery instead of taking her to Europe. I am planning on rectifying that in the near future. What's that, hun? It wasn't Europe? You wanted a new bathroom. Uh, okay, could you, could you hand me that hydrometer, please?
Anyway, if anyone would like to talk beer, I'd be glad to do that. You know where to reach me. I became interested in podcasts. Okay, shameless promotion alert here. I'd like to acknowledge the one who first got me listening to podcasts and then lending assistance to make my own podcasts. My son, who has his own podcast entitled Carnage and Conquest. I did mention shameless promotion plug, right? Okay. Chris became a big fan of Mike Duncan in the History of Rome podcast and Dan Carlin, he of the hardcore history fame. I really like Mike Duncan and Robin Pearson, who continued the history of Rome into the Byzantine era. If you are at all interested in that sort of thing, check out Carnage and Conquest. I promise you there will be plenty of both, that being the carnage and the conquesting, if that's even a word. I would like to clear up something that I said in the last episode, episode 7, and that is that I said all of our pets had the names that started with the letter M. When episode 2 was entitled Chibi, definitely not starting with the letter M. Chibi was named by my DIL and our son, actually stepson, who worked at a very large gaming company where he was involved in creating many of the games that have been played in the gaming world and had the privilege of naming many of the characters in these games. Chibi just happened to be one of those characters. As well as Ichi, you may remember the kitten in episode 3 that Magic had saved from the hawk. So the son and D.I.L. often named their pets after some of the characters in these games. So there you have it. So glad I was able to clear that controversy up. I can be heard wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. This is 916 signing off. <laughs>